All right, we got a lot to do tonight, man. This is a this is a rough one. Oh, I know, I know. Do you think we can do something with that brunch content? Oh, you're talking about. I think we should stop doing cold opens because it's too stressful. Let's just stop doing them. We don't need them. Just start with the song, in and out, kaboom, kaboom, kaboom. There's your cold open, by the way. <laughs> there it is. Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Kathy Jimmy, the star of Hocus Pocus and many other things. I don't have three names because, listen, the bit already got figured out, so why do we have to keep doing it? So here I am, the great Kathy Najimi. Najimi? Najimi. 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 I say Najimi. Kathy Najimi. Najimi. I was in Hocus Pocus, the Halloween classic where they murder, where me and my sisters murder a five-year-old girl within the first five minutes of it. And then we have a goofy romp for 90 more. (laughs) So that's me. (laughs) Kathy, I'm sure I've been in, I've been in so many other things and for the life of me, I can't think of any of them right now because I guess I've got fall on the brain. So thanks for having me, Rachel. Do you have My, any questions you wanted to ask um, me, Kathy Najimi? Well, I was just going to make one comment about the fact that you called Hocus Pocus a fun romp for 90 minutes when it's really just like defaming all these women's who were women's defaming women's. all these <laughs> defaming all these women who were burned at the stake and drowned for being Well, they witches. deserved it, <laughs> Rachel. Come on, let's be honest. They were riches. They deserved it. And I'm also in Sister Act, of course, the movie I'm Sister <laughs> The one of the nuns in Sister Act, if you've seen that movie. Was um, Kathy Najimi in, um, or Najimi? Najimi, Najimi? You mean me, Kathy Najimi. Yeah. Were you in, who was in my big fat Greek wedding? No, not Kathy Najimi. Not who me. Who was that? It was the, the Greek actress. What's her name? Costas Mandalore. I can't remember what her name is, but okay. it was not Kathy Najimi. What else um, has Kathy Najimi been in? Sister Act. Yeah. I've been in that movie, both Sister Act 1 and Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. Great movies. Whoopi Goldberg, though, if oh, you want to best. talk about the one best. of the best people on, in the world. Uh, the Wedding Planner. I was on 67 episodes of the sitcom Veronica's Closet. Oh, I did love Veronica's Closet. Yeah, you loved it. There you go. I was in the mm-hmm. TV movie Cinderelmo, which is Cinderella, but Elmo. Uh, <laughs> what else? Bride of Chucky. I played the motel maid. So Hope Floats. I was in Hope Floats. I'm just knocking the, I just know all of these at the top speaking, of my head. Speaking of the Bride of Chucky, Pat, it's October. You're oh, big. Hey everybody, it's me, Pat. I'm back. Kathy and Jimmy was here. She flew off on her broom. You're a big horror movie fan. I am. This is a fact. It's a fact about Pat. It's Pat fact. Um What are some of your favorites that the broomhead should watch? What are some of the ones they should avoid? Any specific recommendations? Any new ones you've seen this year that are worth uh checking out? Uh you know, as a you you did this, yeah. As so you've you've opened this floodgate now. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna As, sit here and drink my drink for the next 15 minutes. Well, I have nothing to say about the stray cats other than they that they suck. But uh, <laughs> so I can do this. Uh, I'm not gonna go crazy. I there's a different vibe of horror movie I watch uh, during the October season, whereas I like to watch more fun ones, some like mm-hmm. whimsical, more like uh, entertain. I like a Return of the Living Dead, which is one of the fun ones. I mm-hmm. love a Fright Night, the original Fright Night from 1985 i love i do tend to watch halloween three season of the witch every year uh i like to watch i like a beetlejuice Mm -hmm. i like a good a good fun one yeah deep cut i like to watch it follows is a newer one that i love um i don't i have i could give i could run down a list of deep cuts but I mean, do the broomheads really want that? Listen, if you want it, there's a Facebook group right now. We have a Facebook group that has been started. It's fun. I went on there today. I answered a couple of questions. I liked a couple of posts. Let's get some people on the Facebook group. If anybody wants horror movie recommendations, you can go to the Facebook group and I'll give and you can ask me, I'll give them to you. Yeah. So in addition to the Dean Podcast Facebook page, right. One of the great broomheads, Elise, started a Facebook group, which yeah. we posted about in on the Facebook page. <laughs> right. 
It's confusing. Yeah. Facebook so, is confusing in general. So the group is like a locked off thing where we can all just like Check. go and send memes and stuff. Yeah. It's easier. Pages are really hard to have uh, conversations on. I'll say it's more like, you know, uh, the Wizard of Oz speaking to the people. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. Versus Dorothy and gang having a conversation. Mm, so in the group, we're like the Scarecrow and Dorothy. Yeah, exactly. Right. And right. the Cowardly Lion and the Tin Man. Uh-huh. Well, who yeah. would we be in those scenarios? You would be... The Wicked Witch of the West, obviously. <laughs> and you would be a flying monkey? Yes. For sure. 100%. We're, we're like listening in with one of those old fashioned like <laughs> earphone things. <laughs> the tubes. <laughs> we're like, what are they saying in the group? <laughs> I don't know who I'd be. I don't know who we would be. You would probably be Dorothy, I guess. I would she's probably a woman. be Dorothy. She's a woman and I would <laughs> be Toto because he's a dog. Uh, but we're not. Oh, how you doing, Rach? Uh, just thinking about you being a dog. I'm That's doing good. all right, pal. I'm ignoring the news this week because I don't want to watch the Senate confirmation hearings. No, it's a done deal. So why even bother stressing yourself out about it? Yeah. Your rights are going to be walked back for as long as you're alive. So, yeah. Excited. Excited to like have my health care be yep. destroyed. Absolutely. I got to say Pete Buttigieg. Mm. We got to do a shout out to Pete Buttigieg. That meme that's, it's not, a, I don't know if that's a meme, just that the thing that's going around of the quote that he said on the show about mm-hmm. the late term abortions and, and uh, how it's usually, that was fucking wonderful. The way he said yeah. it, what he said, perfect. Great answer. If you I, haven't seen it, go look at yeah. it. I have recommended this probably many times on this podcast before, but if anyone is interested in learning more about the kind of people who have late-term abortions, I highly recommend the documentary After Tiller. Yes, um, you have. Yeah, Dr. Tiller was one of the – there were only five doctors in the U.S. who did those procedures, and now there are only four because he was murdered in his church by an extremist. Right. Pro-life. These are the pro-life. These are the people who believe in the sanctity of life at all costs, and they're great. And I think you can be pro-life without infringing on other people's rights. I think that people have a very skewed idea of who gets abortions and why. I agree with you. I agree with you. And we could get into that, but we're not here to talk about who gets abortions We've got a lot of things to get into. (laughs) We're here to talk about- the Manny abortion episode. Oh, no, 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 no. We're here to talk about the last stand of JT York. Why did not they not call this episode that? They call this something that is Rock fitting. this town. It's fitting to the party aspect of this episode, but not to JT. I wonder if part. like they they didn't know they were doing it until the very last second. Anyway, before we get into that, we're here to talk about Degrassi the Next Generation. Of course, the Degrassi the Next Generation episode 611, the 11th episode of the sixth season. It is the 111th episode of Degrassi, but because of all of the two-parters, it's really the 89th episode. It is called Rock This Town. Rock This Town is a Stray Cats song. Stray Cats suck. Rachel, what's <laughs> your favorite Stray Cats song? I will also accept Brian Setzer Orchestra. <laughs> I was going to say, um, I very briefly was like, swing music is cool. Like, swing dancing is cool. It's mm. not. I don't know. I just, it's not my scene. I'm also thinking very particularly to a friend that I used to have who was super into that. Um, oh, God. Was it a, uh, 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 of the male or female persuasion? Female. Would she wear like flapper dresses and stuff and go like... No. But she did wear those kind of like big skirt dresses so that you could flap them around. Yeah. 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 So... I was... It was funny. I was like, oh, Stray Cats. There's got to be a great Stray Cats song. And I was like, there's two songs and they're not great. And Rock This Town is probably their best song, which it was like, why it was so famous. When you went back to look at their songs, you were enamored with their song, She's Sexy and 17. <laughs> you know how I feel about underage predators. <laughs> scream and shout. I hate all that like kind of throwbacky like greaser shit. Yeah. I mean, but it was like 80s throwbacky greaser shit before That's, I was born. Yeah. So it's like, almost like, it's kind of funny to me, like, thinking about the fact that people still do that stuff now. 
um it's funny that like the stray cats were like lumped in with like punk rock bands but i guess like social distortion also had that that look I guess it like the look, like social distortion had that look. The cramps, even to an extent, had that look. So I guess it was I that. It was that fifties Teddy Boy kind of look, like haircut and and things like that. Um, I did not listen to any Brian Setzer orchestra music in preparation for this, but I will say that for half of the song, Stray Cat Strut is not bad, but then the other half sucks. Like it's just not like a great. Something is missing from that song, and it is not great. I remember that video and then I could not remember the song and I was not subjecting myself to any stray cats today. Look at this. You guys at home can't see this. I have a nose zit that Rachel can see. It's a bright oh, red I see it. Rudolph, like Rudolph the red nosed yeah. reindeer nose zit in the zoom. I should take a picture of it for the broom. The broom is I want to see that. I'm on a stand go screaming But they definitely... They definitely want to listen to you pretend to be Brian Setzer. Yeah, I mean, 100%. That's what you, they're here for. You underestimate how much the broomheads like when I sing. <laughs> Setzer had a big, like, uh, second life as, like, a Christmas song guy. Oh, really? When he was doing the Brian Setzer Orchestra, I believe one of those huh. things was, like, a Christmas. Because I remember I was in a sketch group. And this guy, Jimmy Don, he was a member of our sketch group. He's very, he is still very funny. Uh, he works at the <laughs> daily show. He's very, very funny. And, um, he had pitched a sketch where he wanted to do, uh, Brian Setzer singing songs, uh, for other holidays. And I remember, <laughs> I never forget one of the pitches was him. <laughs> he would go, is that you groundhog? <laughs> for groundhog day. <laughs> <laughs> that you groundhog and that was always very funny but supposedly i mean brian says orchestra has a christmas rocks collection and they yeah. did a christmas rocks exclamation point tour mm-hmm. yeah he like remade himself as like a, a christmas troubadour i guess but still in 50 style <clears throat> i think so yeah i think he always had like a one of those combs that s- snapped out like a like a like a, one of those daggers you'd use to kill jt outside of emma's house that was a real reach for a connection but <laughs> I, I don't know i thought that was a pretty good one you know, like the switchblade combs that the greasers yeah, would use. Yeah, yeah, that that's true. That's good. some that's some West Side Story fighting there. Um, also, speaking of which, Pat, I know I told you about this, but I haven't told the broomheads except for Myra. I'm pretty sure about my uh, my dad is part of a a group that is trying to ban pesticides in the state of Maryland yes. that are uh, bad for everyone. Right. And so they have biweekly meetings, and every time he writes new lyrics to a song, he for... reappropriates a, a popular song and changes the lyrics to yeah. be about pesticides. And he has been, unbeknownst to us, working through a West Side story, and he just finished the Officer Krupke song for this week's meeting. So I'm going to try to record it. <laughs> I'll see what I can do with it. <laughs> hey, all of your pesticides. Crap you. Oh God, that is wonderful. I can't wait yeah. to hear it. I love all the yeah. songs from West Side Story. You know how much I love them all. Oh my God. You it's your favorite show, I know. Oh my God. I better shape up boo because I need a man. And my heart is sit on you. I'm doing the Sandy part, but I'm singing it like John Travolta, so I'm switching. I'm confusing the term. <laughs> oh my God! Here's the thing about episode number fucking six eleven. Rock this town, rock it inside out. Is I wish, and this is I'm calling to the dope monkeys and the broomheads to to respond in kind mm-hmm. because I. By the time I saw this, because this always aired in Canada first, so by the time it would come here, you'd already kind of know what was going to happen. So we knew JT was going to die. If you were watching this, and I'm so interested in like what emotions you went through when he, he got stabbed and then fucking died, because this show is 
we it, we make a joke about it going there, and they do a lot. They burn through story and this and that, and they do do a they do put a lot of their characters through the ringer. But for the most part, they survive. Jimmy got shot; he survived. JT kind of tried to kill himself; he survived. Emma was in the hospital for her thing; she survived. Like they, you know, at the end of the day, there is a comfort level of like. Yes, they might go through some shit, but they'll survive. And then by the end of this, it's like, oh, no, he's fucking dead. Like, they don't even cliffhanger it no. for the next episode. It's within the last minute of the episode. He gets stabbed and dies. I watched the last two minutes of this episode five times just to kind of really be like, did I miss anything? Did I? Nope. It just happened so fast. I was also in tears most of the times. I, I have tissues with me just in case I, I tear oh, up a God, little bit tonight. Please. Um, But the thing that actually really killed me about the episode was how he's dead. Sorry, we're just like jumping right to the end. It, th- this like, is all the broomheads are here for. They don't care yeah. about fucking no, we've, and- I've I have a lot to talk about with the party. But like before we get to the party that leads to JT's impending death, um. The thing that really bugged me was that the final Linda Shiler, Stephen Stone is over all of the original seventh graders and Sean, um, like in tears, hugging each other. And then they just start playing that credits music. And I was like, no, no, you can't just like switch gears like that. It's like bing, he, bing. one of the bing. only major character I'm who like has died thus far in this series, just died unexpectedly in the last like 90 seconds. You can't just like throw me that. I agree. Oh I my God. I, uh, they couldn't have dragged it out till the beginning of next episode or something. I mean, I, obviously they ended on a cliffhanger, but this isn't even a two parter. They didn't end on a cliffhanger. They told us he was dead. I yeah. would have thought it was like, he's in the hospital. I did not expect that he was going to actually pass away i thought there would be the doctor comes out and is like oh critical condition you know he lost a lot of blood we're gonna do what we can but it's like no we're gonna (laughs) tell toby that he died and when toby said he was his brother that made me know because here's the thing i'm gonna be tobes i'm tobes 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 i'm gonna be totally honest Mm -hmm. first of all before i'm even totally honest not only do they very shockingly, you want to talk about it goes, this is, it doesn't go there much more than this. They oh, this is sh- an 11 on the one to 10 scale. And like, sorry to like, burst, yeah, spoiler alert, but like, this is, this is the most go there. Yes. It's going to get now. I think somewhat a character's death is. Yeah. Goes oh, there especially like a else, beloved, yeah. even if we make mm-hmm. fun of him, like kind of a beloved original, like mm-hmm. one of the OGs. Maybe that's why he wasn't invited to the Drake thing, because Drake was like, well, he's dead. But Rick was there, and Rick is, was also dead. Um, yeah. So Was anyone really friends with Rick anyway? <laughs> apparently, he's very nice. They're all fr- good friends with him in uh, real life. The huh. actor, not Rick, the character. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's a, uh, an attempted murderer. Um, so now, they've been leading up to this for a while like they had the fight then they had the fight last week they've been now i'm just talking about from the perspective of like you're telling a story Mm -hmm. why is the person who actually stabs and murders jt not mia's ex-boyfriend who he was actually fighting with but this like other blonde guy who i don't think i've ever seen before he was actually ginger Whatever. The blonde, right. okay. There was a blonde guy. The blonde in the guy is guy. the guy who's going to come back and be in Degrassi. Who yeah, was like, yeah. what, I can't believe you did that. But it's like this random guy. I guess he was, was he like the Limp Biscuit kid I... from last week? I can't even tell. <laughs> I can't remember from last week, but I, I have a feeling that they might delve into this in the next episode a little bit, but I think that they were trying to make a point about violence. Um, and also how fucked up teenagers are. I mean, in West Side Story, they were teenagers stabbing oh, each other, too. Oh, my favorite music. I love all the songs. Yeah. Yeah. They were all teenagers stabbing each other over, like, weird... You know, it's, it's a very... I mean, this is the West Side Story of Degrassi, the Lakehurst <laughs> versus Degrassi High. They're out there with their hands tied together doing a dance yeah, with their switchblades. You um, know? Like a Gap commercial. So... I said, I'm going to be honest. I'm going, going to go back to that. I d- okay. When it first happened, 
Mm-hmm. I was laughing, not because I thought it was funny, just because I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my God, like, yeah. this is crazy. This all, this, what, how? It's mid-season, not even mid-season. You're just yeah. doing this in like the, out of nowhere. And, but then once they got to the hospital and exactly the shit that you said, when Toby was like, I'm his brother and Manny's crying and she's like, it's my fault. Oh my God. Yes. And everybody's just like losing their mind. And then the doctor, I, and I, I did not uh, cry. I didn't. Mm -hmm. Not because I was just like in the middle of the day, I was just watching, but it was, I did, I did find it particularly emotional. I felt very, Mm -hmm. it's the first time I felt really sad i feel sad for mia who wasn't conveniently wasn't there uh mm-hmm. liberty who, who is gonna have her like dying interact her, oh. her final interaction with him be a negative one and it felt like it was almost a positive until they had a f- argument mm-hmm. like it was it was good and then it wasn't good but i was like well i was still happy at least that liberty got to express her feelings for jt she was his oatmeal mm-hmm I don't know if I want to be someone's oatmeal. No, that was a terror. And like that, the way that story. So should we go? All right. Should we now, since we've addressed the elephant, let's go okay. back to the beginning and come back. Okay. <sighs> All the way at the beginning. Craig is gone. Cool as a damsel in distress. I will say. Did you notice that? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> what does that mean? I thought that was reductive. Sure. That seems super reductive. I was like, but you're Manny. Why would you want to be a damsel in distress? You're such a badass. It seemed uber reductive. By the way, if no one realizes that was a bumper sticker that she had uh, in her locker. It's in her cool locker, yeah. is a damsel in distress. Not as a is a but i mean that's kind of manny's manny's mo manny is a cool girl but she's also very boy crazy yeah but she's pretty she's pretty good um so it made sense for to me for her to say that so she is trying to get over craig and she suggests to emma whose parents are going out of town and obviously manny still lives with emma that um they should have a party yeah. Cause how better to forget your cokehead ex-boyfriend yes. than to do coke with other people at a party. Right, right. <clears throat> she didn't do coke at the party. She didn't even drink at the party. <laughs> yes. No, she didn't. She just tried to eat food out of the fridge. <laughs> right. So she does it under the guise that it's Liberty's birthday. She's like, Oh, our oldest, dearest friend Liberty. And Liberty was like, But you don't even talk to me anymore. <laughs> I know and Liberty addressed the actual elephant in the room, which is the fact that like no one is friends with Liberty anymore, and there's no real reasoning as to why. So Liberty agrees to go through with this party so long as L- Manny uh, attends her peace uh, summit with Lakehurst yes, because yes. Manny Santos showing up will double the male uh, attendance at the summit. <laughs> she and, said that, not me. Oh, yes, yes. And because there's still the underlying current of this West Side Story, Lakehurst v. Degrassi, the Jets yeah. versus the Sharks. Yeah, so they're looking for ways in which to try to squash the beef. So they decide uh, they'll have a dance. <laughs> that doesn't. That seems like with trouble. like with with like uh, some spirit squad stuff thrown in. Yes. Oh yeah, there was going to be some kind of like rally, like a, a, a mm-hmm. beat the injustice. I don't know. And then they were going to have a dance after it was over. So uh, the, and this is considered a great idea. By yes. all involved, even Liberty. And of yeah. course, by Lakehurst's school president, Hot Sexy Damien. Hot Sexy Damien. Um, I was a little bit like, this is a little racist of them in the beginning. Like, tell me what you think about this. But I very much felt this when I was watching this. And this might be with like my 2020 lens on it. But I felt like Manny was like not interested in this guy. And she's like, here's a great guy for you because he's also black. I totally didn't think that. I think it's because they're both like nerdy. uh, They're both student council presidents. Yeah, they're just like nerdy presidents. And then she, of course, wants to get down to them and sexy dances with them at the party. Because she's Manny. It's true. She does like back, back, back. Back to front, like sexy swaying hand uh, mm, going in the back. Some grinding. Yeah, that's what it's called, grinding. Mm. When we were kids, we called it reggae. <laughs> some sexy back to front. <laughs> I couldn't think of what it was called. Yeah, she was really grinding. That's pretty hot. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, she's trying to get Damien and Liberty to, together because they're both nerds. 
And uh, Liberty's still on the fence because she does. She's like, why celebrate the passage of time? Love it. She's not into celebrating her birthday, but she'll do her darndest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's trying to flirt with Damien. It's not really going well. She's still in love with JT. At the party. Well, and then, well yeah. and before the party, even. Yeah, she's definitely like acknowledging now that JT's like matured a little bit, that he's kind of like coming. Like, she, she's, she, she was calling him a man child like an episode ago. <laughs> but I think because that makes sense because she was like bottling up all of her like real feelings and they were turning them into anger so that she could like not deal with the fact that he was with yeah. Mia now. Yeah. Um, another important fact that we haven't addressed yet. There's the I loved this episode until JT's death because it was like the best of all the characters, and there were little stories for like so many characters in this episode. My and there was no B story. It was just like one story, and it was just it kind of flitted in and out. But um, Manny um, is begging Emma to have this party and Emma okays it. But it's also supposed to be the night that Emma and Sean have sex for the first time. This has all the hallmarks of a great Degrassi episode. Oh, it's There's a big everything. party. There's a lot of talking about boning. Somebody's drunk. Uh, like all the, ca- for some Toby's reason. Toby's making out with a girl Toby's from ma- Lakers. All of the college kids have come back for Emma's party for some reason. Yes. Like everybody's They're there. They're college kids. They could go to college parties, but they go to the party at Emma's house instead. Shyler Stone have disarmed us to the point of like, oh, this is just a hangout episode with all our friends. What could possibly go wrong? And then, <laughs> and then a lot. And then everything goes wrong very, very quickly. <laughs> Ellie even like apologizes to Manny for like. Oh rest. my god! I it loved was it. It was it was so great. I my notes are so extensive because so many people just showed up, and I was like, "This is amazing!" Like Derek and Danny are the ones who spread the word about this party to everyone, and there's a very great short montage about the party spreading with all these old flip phones and everyone's <laughs> the answering phone their montage, flip phone yeah. like party and then people emailing everyone <laughs> literally that's in the two the yeah. two field of the email about the party at emma nelson's right. house it was supposed to be like five people getting together and then she told toby who told Derek and danny and then wow everybody and then like we said the like marco ellie they were all coming. Oh, Castle Lucy was there and Jay. Yeah, and- Jay was there. He's at this fucking party. And yes, as you said earlier, uh, there was going to be some downtown bone-in uh, yeah. between Sean and Emma. In the basement. Um, and Emma is like at first not happy about all these kids showing up, but she starts drinking excessively Tequila. and gets like sloppy drunk. Manny had some great lines, including like, does Mexico know you've drank all of their tequila? <laughs> Someone is yet again um, uh, knocked down a peg by being called Slim Shady. I know. <laughs> That's like the great diss on Degrassi is to I call was- a white kid Slim Shady. I was watching this yesterday and I was like telling my dad about it. He wasn't watching, but he was just like in the other room. And I was like, to date this, <laughs> like the worst insult you can get is to be called Slim Shady. So this is like after Eminem was cool, but was still around. I mean, I think he was still relatively cool. I, I maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. Um, so they're going to bone. And so at one point, um, uh, Emma goes over to Sean and she goes, do you want some of my trademark sweet berry slushy? And he goes, I'd rather have some of the trademark sweet berry you. And I almost threw up. (laughs) How do you feel about Sean now? No, I'm fine with him. I'm fine. (laughs) That was like, I get it. He's like not smart. So like I was fine with it, but it was like pretty fucking gross. Some trademark sweet berry you. I also felt like Sean handled drunk Emma very well. Yeah, it was great. She she puked in like a trash can. Oh yeah, he was have sex. (laughs) And even like he was being very reassuring. Like she's he's like, you sure about this tonight? Yeah, she's like, yeah, Yeah. definitely. Let's bone. Let's get downtown. Why don't you? You know what she said? She turned around to him and she went, maybe you could take a uh, take a turn on my downtown Sasquatch. One of my favorite one of my favorite moments was when Manny was starting to freak out about the party more, but Emma was starting to relax more because she was more drunk. Yeah. And Emma's like, my therapist told me I need to chill more. Yeah, 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 yeah. What I should have <laughs> said. Which just means get drunk. <laughs> what I should have said, I'm still thinking about this, what I, I messed up, but I should have said, Emma said, 
I was hoping you'd go downtown on my Sasquatch. Mm. That was a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so Emma, oh, not Emma. Manny also tells Liberty that she should come early because she's going to give her a makeover and she looks hot to trot. She does a great job. Mm -hmm. She says, why Miss Van Zandt? I do declare something like that. <laughs> Manny says. And yeah, then, she calls her Liberty 2.0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then one of the most interesting parts happens, whereas Liberty comes downstairs and sees, somebody says something about like a surprise. Oh, they have a surprise for her. And they, and mm -hmm. she, like happy birthday surprise. And she goes, my favorite kind of surprise, the one I know about already which was funny yeah and then jt turns the corner and goes speaking of surprises you look beautiful which is like an awful thing to say to a person oh yeah i didn't even think about that how shocking you look good i would have been so surprised by that and man yeah. and, and liberty does say like uh, i guess i take that as a compliment he's mm -hmm. a dumbo he's a real dumbo oh. that guy it's the whole Oh, I mean, out of all the tension from the party with different people like Emma, Sean, maybe having sex, not the whole Damien, Liberty, Manny thing. Um, is there really much else that's like part like like plot worthy? Not really from the party, but no, like dog, the, we're going to be done with this. This is going to be the record. The fastest Liberty ever episode of the Demon. Liberty JT like conversations during the party are like so heartbreaking to watch knowing what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Like knowing that like JT is being so kind to Liberty and he's like, you know, I was the one who suggested you that they have this party and um, he's being so sweet to her in this weird way, but he's also very much dating Mia and isn't even thinking anything about it. I think he's more so thinking of Liberty as a friend again, but like also, I mean, that relationship ended so abruptly and then mm -hmm. never got resolved. Right. So Liberty obviously still has feelings for JT and JT is kind of realizing he does too, but also that he's in a relationship with Mia now and he doesn't know what to do. Right. She tells him flat out. I still love you. Yeah. So he talks to Tobes who Tobes. has been making out with a chick. Yeah, dude. Tobes is getting it. He loves making out. Oh my God. I love like the Lakehurst VP. Uh, like Toby invites her to the party and then they just make out so much of this party and he is just like, oh my God. Making out rocks. I guess we should also say that the Lakehurst guys come to the party. Yes. So the Lakehurst guys come to the party and the there's like ones. weird, there's weird tension because you know, people are like, well, you're not welcome here. And by people, I mean like Jay and Spinner and someone else. And they're like, we're consider us the Lakehurst ambassadors. Right. Is what they say. And then Manny's like, I figured it'd be better to have happy Lakehurst kids inside than angry Lakehurst kids outside, which was smart. But then what happens is that someone gets a beer, Derek. Derek gets a beer and yeah. it's been shaken up and it sprays all over him. And yeah. so then the Lakehurst kids get kicked out by the Degrassi kids. Yes. And Liberty and JT have this conversation that where Liberty declares her love for JT still. And JT doesn't know what to say because he's in love with two people. Right. He loves Mia, but he also has still has feelings for Liberty. But we also don't really know how much he's thought about Liberty in that way until this just came comes from Liberty. It seems yeah. to sort of be like throwing him for a loop. Like he didn't even... Honestly, I don't think he thought she felt that way about him anymore. No, because she had been so cruel to him yeah. for since since the suicide attempt. Yeah, apparently. so cruel. So um, it's just so heartbreaking to know that, like, it had that conversation not happened, he wouldn't have died. Because he goes out looking for her. Because he talks. No, to no, no. He goes. He goes out. She. Does he go out looking for yeah, her? Yeah, because she he has the conversation with Tobes. Oh. And he says, Tobes, I have a meatball sub and it's got ooey gooey cheese and I really love it. But I also like oatmeal. Something like that. He's basically comparing Mia to a meatball sub, but then oatmeal is liberty, which is very reliable and it's always there for And I you. mean I like oatmeal, but like know, it's, ter it's terrible. <laughs> the idea, basically, Toby's like, you should be with Liberty because she's like reliable, and like that's the worst thing you could like 
Yeah. There should be like passion. It's not like, oh, she's this just always there and I know she's going to be reliable. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. so anyway, so he realizes that somehow that gets him to the place where he decides he's going to choose Liberty. So Liberty has left the party. He goes to look for Liberty. Upon looking for Liberty, he comes up to that Lakers kid pissing on his car. Yeah, his old car. And like, he makes a joke about it, but like a kind of. He's not really poking any fun at at the Lakers guys. Not enough to warrant a stabbing, I'll say. No, he's like, you have such a great sense of humor. And then the kid fucking flashes a goddamn. Switchblade and stabs him right in like the spine. Fuck. And then Liberty happens to just be around the corner and the two kids run off and she comes over and screams. And the next thing we know, we're in the hospital and Damien is giving the police the names of the two kids from Lakehurst. Yeah, but they don't know which one did it. It should be. I think I did say this already, but in case I didn't, the other Lakehurst kid is like, Holy shit, what the fuck did you just do, dude? Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, I think we're all, like, I don't even think that shitty Nick had Nick been there. Nick wouldn't have stabbed JT. This kid is, like, the real rogue one. The but I just don't, I, yeah, I guess so. It's crazy to me <laughs> that they would not have it be. The f- How many times did I watch that last scene and I already forgot what their names are? <laughs> Because I was just like, I'm so into the zone of like JT's about to die that I'm not paying attention to Damien giving the name. Well, the Hesher kid like becomes a regular cast member of the show because remember the the next season is Lakers like closes and all the Lakers kids come and have to be at Degrassi, of course. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Oh God, it's great. Love it. I love it. Oh, I don't love JT. Great writing on this show. Great, great writing on the show. So yeah, I mean- he'd fucking get stabbed. And then we find out at the end that he's, he's dead. He's been, he's been dead. His aorta was punctured. Yes. And they couldn't do anything to save him. That doctor did not have the greatest bedside manner. I will say. Oh my God. It was terrible. She's like, your teenage friend is dead. (laughs) Where is a family member? Well, here's all his like teenage friends. Yeah. And one kid who claims to be his brother who doesn't look anything like him. That's fine. Sometimes you and your sister don't necessarily look alike. We kind of do. do but <laughs> Yeah, I guess you do kind of look alike. There is definitely a resemblance. Yeah. <laughs> Some siblings don't. I mean, also you could be adopted. You never know. Yeah, that's true. Tobes, definitely adopted. Tobes. And so this is the end of JT York. So farewell. You have provided us with a lot of laughs and then like you were gone for a big chunks of time and then and then you would suddenly up here i wonder if they'll do like a pjjt uh tribute on the public access show that he's on i think the thing that's gonna make me mad because i don't remember really how this how this uh goes wait three episodes from now and everybody's just like laughing and joking whatever um no but i feel like it's gonna be like mia gets to be sad but liberty doesn't get to be sad i think that they're both gonna be sad and I think that there's going to be a thing where, like, Liberty tells Mia, like, he told me he loved me kind of a thing, I believe. Ooh. Well, I mean, he and Mia had been, like, what, on, like, two dates maybe no, at this dude, point? No, dude, I think we're, we're being led to believe that they, because, like, we don't know, like, how long, we know how many yeah, episodes are, it's yeah. been. But I think we're to believe that they have now been together for quite a while. Okay. For a good couple of months. And like for 16 year olds, that's like forever. Yeah, that's true. Well, they're like seniors now. They very well may have been together the same amount of episodes as JT and Liberty for all we know. They weren't together that long either. Um, Man, it's like, it feels like anticlimactic even in our discussion of it. Like he's JT's gone. We've been making jokes about it for so long. It feels so weird because. This episode felt so epic to me. I have so many notes, but I'm like, I don't have anything else to say about it. That was literally all of it in a nutshell. It was very much like a montage episode of like fun things happening, fun things happening. Everybody's laughing and drunk and now maybe we're going to fuck. Nope, I'm throwing up. Dead. Death. <laughs> don't ever let your guard down. Something terrible will happen. <laughs> That's that's definitely in a nutshell. Like I'm seriously. <laughs> Why didn't we even record? Like, it's like this super fun episode. Like uh, just jo- it was joking. so fun, and 
and it was this is a different kind of ten and two. I think this is like uh, ooh. One minute's trademark sweet berry you, the next minute stabbed in the aorta. It's a metaphor for 2020, if ever I heard one. Actually, there has been like no trademark sweet berry yeah, you in 2020. Yeah, 2020 was also just been a slow decline. Mm, <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. It's like a season arc that never goes anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Right, <laughs> just a st- yeah, it's fucking stagnant, <laughs> stagnant I was, shit. I was just reading um, a book, and one of the characters in the book uh, is on a soap opera for a while in the eighties. And like, she talks about how she knew her character wasn't going to go anywhere because her last, uh, her last arc on the show is that she's like been kept captive in someone's basement for nine months. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, yeah, they wanted me out sooner. (laughs) This might've gone well, but clearly like nine months, that's not there. They're just going to kill her off at that point. Absolutely. Speaking of surprises, you look beautiful. I was like, are you talking to me? No. No. <laughs> that wouldn't be a surprise, Rachel. That's an everyday occurrence. Oh, thanks, pal. <clears throat> Lakehurst. What do you think their their mascot is? I think we know, don't we? Isn't it like a... Probably, a actually. Knight? The Lakehurst Knight. What's the Degrassi one? A tiger of some sort, right? Yeah, the tiger's. We're gonna rock this town, rock it inside out. We're Tigers aren't no town, stray cats. In the <laughs> I got a switchblade in my pocket and Olympic tip biscuit t-shirt on. I'm gonna stab you in the order and then I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna rock this town, rock it inside out. I'm not even sure why I, just, I took so many notes. There really wasn't anything to talk about in this episode. I think we literally covered all of these things too. There is just a part where it's just like stabbing happened here. <laughs> Oh my! The, I just did what your dad does to the pesticide songs, yeah, but I you did do. It to the episode of Degrassi we just watched. You did, you did. You should do that every week. That would be a new fun challenge for you. That flip phone mo- montage was very fun. Oh, that was probably my favorite part of the whole episode. I might go back and rewatch it actually. I can figure out when it is, dude. Um, fuck, that was it. That's it. I don't know. There's nothing That's else. That's literally. There's nothing else to say. So let's talk about JT. I mean, for just for a little while. We haven't talked very long. Okay. He doesn't do very much. Some mm-hmm. great JT moments. The penis pump. The penis pump, the commercial with the dog. Yeah. The, yes, that's Yo, right. Yo, what up, dog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> PJJT, of course. Of course, the um, Ryan Cooley song. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Can you sing it again? I can't remember. Ryan Cooley. I don't remember what it was. Da, da, Something da, about da, going da, to his da, grandmother's da, house. Da, 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 at my grandmother's house. house. That's all I remember. <laughs> and they didn't even wait for her, his grandmother to get there to tell everybody that he was dead. I know. Also, why is it taking his grandmother a few hours to get to the hospital when her grandson She has stabbed? to walk. She's very slow. <laughs> they don't let her drive at night, and she doesn't have any... Uh, I was like, is she coming all the way from Stouffville? She- like, <laughs> where- <laughs> last train to Stouffville, and I'll meet you at the hospital. Oh, I'm back to this montage. Hold on. I hope Tobes dates this girl now, but he's probably not. He's probably going to be so sad. Does Marco have a Blackberry? Yes. <laughs> Why the fuck are those high school kids going to a uh, college kids going to a high school party? Yeah. Would you ever Email go? everyone in all caps. That was my favorite. <laughs> would you ever go to when you were like in college? I never would have come home to go to a high school. Oh, party. no. No, that's so lame. Going James Tiberius York, second dimes. To a party at his grandmother's house. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, remember when he? Uh, remember when he was in the hot tub at Liberty's house, and Danny was in the snorkeling in the hot tub at the same time. That was pretty, that was pretty good. <laughs> it's not so much a JT moment as a Danny moment, but it was he was there. Yeah. Oh, when he, he when he when he was be suddenly became a drug kingpin. For a few yeah, moments. yeah. Remember when he was gonna like rent an apartment for him and Liberty to have the baby, <laughs> the unnamed baby we've never learned the name of. I mean, one of the first people you know we see. He's one of the early yeah. characters on the show. Yeah, I mean, we've been we've been watching him for years. Him him trying to date Manny. He did um, date Manny. 
Yeah, his JT and Paige's friendship. Oh, that's right. one that of my favorites. One of things we loved. Ryan Cooley, won't you come and see me? We're having a party at your grandmother's house. Yes. (laughs) So that's it for Ryan Cooley. Thank God. Good Uh, job, Ryan Cooley. Did a good one. R.I.P. JT York. No, I was going to say Ryan Cooley, and I was like, he's not dead. Somebody (laughs) told us that he left the show because he wanted to go to school. Hey, I don't blame him. I don't either. And I think it's kind of cruel that they killed him, which makes me think that he wasn't well-liked. Yeah, I'd love to know more about the gossip of uh, J.T. York. Because here's the thing. Uh, Melissa McIntyre was out for a whole season. They didn't kill her. No, she was just in England dating. Yeah, her father. Dating? <laughs> she was, was dating her, her father, her father's boyfriend. Uh, da- uh, Dominic D. 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 No, it's an A, I think. Ashton Kutcher. Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Avenatti. Remember Avenatti? Nope. Avicii. That's what I meant. Avicii. Oh, R.I.P. that guy, too. He's dead? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, sorry. I didn't know. Uh, hold on. I'm going to look up Ashley Kerwin, and then I'll look up Avicii. No, I think you're right. I think he is dead. God bless. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Avicii. We're stalling because we don't want to be done, but we're done. I JT, it's just like we're not going to be because he's going to have a, they're going to have a memorial service. We'll talk about. Okay, him so now. we'll get to talk more about our favorite JT moments next week if I we don't have, have forgotten any. Of them. I do not have any more. Those are all. <laughs> JT was Didn't annoying. We forget most anything? Of the time. Let's not forget JT was mostly annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, him and Paige being friends was very fun. Alistair Ashley's boyfriend's name was Alistair. Alice, I knew that. That's what I said. Yep, that's definitely what you said. I said that. Alistair. Alistair Crowley. Mm-hmm. Famous that was her boyfriend. Satanist. Church of Famous Satan. Satanist. And Ashley Kerwin's boyfriend. Because, you know, she's such a goth chick. Like, you, you saw her playing that piano through her curtained window. How could but you know Do you think that Craig will come back for the funeral? <laughs> we got to have Craig come He's back. He's in rehab. Yeah. You don't think they'll give him so, di- I don't know. a dispensation day to go into? I mean, do you think that they'll pay JT's grandmother 20 bucks to show up at the funeral? Yeah, probably. Probably not. They'll just pay an old lady 20 bucks to, to put her head, her head in her hands. Mm-hmm. Rachel! Uh, we always do this bit where we say how much the, an episode goes there from a, a patented go there scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being go there the least, 10 being go there the most. So we've already spoiled this, but Rachel, how much do you think episode number 611, write this down, write it inside out, goes there? I think it's an 11. I think it has I to be an 11. I don't think the patented scale. Y- I don't, this is like. I don't think you can, we're, we're, who are we, Dave Meltzer here? It's a reference yeah. to some people. I don't know who Dave Meltzer is, but I would say we are. Dave Meltzer's <laughs> a professional wrestling critic, and he uh, will rate matches on a scale of one to five. And, and over the last couple of years, he's given a couple of matches, a six and a six and a quarter star. And it really Ooh. rubbed some people the wrong way. Like, you can't do that, Dave. <sighs> You're ruining your own scale. Yeah. I mean, I think on a scale of one to 10, this is an 11 because it's just so shocking. It's a shocking moment. I really do want to. It's ridiculous to say an 11 because the scale is patented one to 10, 10 being the highest. We haven't filed a patent. I did. I told you this a couple of weeks ago. It's a patented scale. TM. Trademark. That's trademark. Both. TM, LLC, patent. Incorporated. I did it all. Copyright. I, <laughs> I do really want to know from the broomheads who did. I, I could only. I was sitting there thinking, like, how fucking shocked would you have been if you didn't? I mean, maybe it was uh, yeah. one of those things where it was like somebody on one of these people will die. You remember like commercials when it would do that? Uh, and then you'd couldn't know. they just let people watch and be shocked? I'd love to know if anyone was shocked. So that's what I do want to know. So go to the Facebook group and tell us. Go to an email every episode. Where it's a 10. I'm not going to be doing that. That's crazy talk, the 11. I'm not having it. This might be one of my only 11s. There's no such thing as an 11. You're making the rules up. as I always do tell you, though, it is your podcast, and you can do whatever you want. 
These rules are made for breaking, and that's just what she'll do. One of these days, Rachel's going to make an episode go to 11. Boom, 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 boom. You got to work on your lyrics. What are you talking about? (laughs) You got to work on your lyrics. You got to find the rhymes there somewhere. I don't need rhymes. I do the cadence. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Good enough. uh, Oh, my pal, my pal. I mean, is this even a question? Who who in this episode is your most valuable Degrassi? Well, I have a tie between Snake and Spike for women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, we didn't even talk about Snake and Spike's weekend away. Snake and Spike could legitimately get in trouble for, for like a murder happening from people that were in their house, don't you think? Well, it was outside of their house right, right. on a public street, so I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. You're really down on my singing today. <laughs> no, I was loving it. So a couple of times you made fun of me singing the standard said the broomheads didn't want to hear you singing the stray cats. That was one thing. And then this other one, you made fun of my lyrics. I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to poke fun at you. Lyrics. Uh I say JT, obviously. We gotta say JT. Mm-hmm. Pour oh, one it's, out. It's it's hands down JT. I'll pour out the rest of this uh painkiller slushy that I've been drinking. There's not much left. Ryan Cooley, you came, you entertained, and you died. So it was sad. Well, you again, Ryan Cooley's alive, but JT. JT, I, this was just, uh, I, I don't even know. Oh, I, I don't know who I would give it to if I didn't give it to JT. I was close with Snake and Spike, though. I was almost going to give it to Snake and Spike. For leaving their house open so they could have this party that killed JT. Yeah, I mean, maybe Manny or Liberty. Um, Manny was great characters in this. this. Liberty was great uh, in this episode. Yeah, it was just like, oh, I just can't believe that JT is gone. JT had a big hand in saving Emma from the uh, child rapist in the first episode. Yeah. It was really yes. Toby was the hero, but JT was in there. Oh, do you remember when JT and Toby were looking at porn Tobes. when they got left home alone? Tobes. <laughs> Tobes. That was a favorite of mine, too. Yeah. Well, he's dead now, so what are you going to do? <laughs> Not look at porn. We're coming in under an hour today, broomheads. I'm so- oh, I am hope you. I hope that makes you happy. Yeah, sorry about that. But also, I mean, what is to be said? I don't know that we JT should apologize. I feel like most people are probably like, thank God, the last one was like 87 minutes. Yeah, oh God, I think it was 90. Oh, was it? <laughs> it, was, it was at least 88. It's a, two, it's a two-parter, dog. You got you uh, a lot of time to talk about that shit. Had so much Taking Back Sunday to talk about. I've been listening to some Taking Back Sunday since we, since we did that last week. I have not. Yeah, I figured as much. I also have not been listening to the Stray Cats, though, either. <laughs> Straight cats go strutting to town. We're gonna have a party. What's that straight cat strut song? How does that go? It's it's like you imagine it. It's pretty much like what you just sang. I remember the video for that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna be recording a big Patreon episode tomorrow. We should have just we didn't know this one was gonna be so short. We could have just did it tonight, but I haven't watched the movie yet. We're gonna watch Miriam Catherine and Deanna Castle Lucy starring in a mm-hmm. spooky lifetime devil movie called the devil's diary so get on the patreon if you want to hear it yes please do you'll never um and as otherwise and as pat said before you know find the new facebook group um which you can do by going to our facebook page deem podcast um you can follow us on instagram at sparkles 28 and you can find us by find us i mean you can send us an email at uh every episode ver at gmail.com yeah don't forget the patreon uh, you can find us on Patreon. I love the broomheads. I was, Deep. I was, I was in the Facebook groups. There's not a lot of people in there yet because it's it's yeah. a fledgling. It's early. We're still starting, mm-hmm. but it's just nice. All those people, there's having conversations. Just the broomheads are the best. They're just the mm-hmm. best. The dope monkeys too, a little less so, but the broomheads, the dope monkeys are good. The broomheads are the best. It's just a joke because it's all this. Rachel's not paying attention. She's looking at her phone. No, no, no. I went, I was like, well, I was going to suggest for the broomheads to write some more reviews, but we got another one star review. We did? 
Read it. We got two more five star reviews. Read the one. Wait, do, read we should be now. we should be reading the five star reviews, but please read. We the should one. read the one from the the one that I sent you. Recently, if you leave a five star we review, we'll read it. But read this one star yeah. review. I have not many, heard it yet. I hadn't either. It's it says too many bits. Great content, <laughs> but the bits go on for way too long. As a new Fair. listener, it's not endearing enough for me to suffer through. If there were timestamps, I think I'd enjoy it more. <laughs> You gotta start. I'm just gonna say (laughs) to a new listener, I highly recommend going back and starting from the beginning and then working your way forward because I don't, I I find it really hard to listen to a chronological podcast out of order. (laughs) Not endearing. What is it? Not endearing enough for that should be the the fucking pull quote for the Degrassi every episode of Marathon. Yeah. As a new listener, it's not endearing enough for me to suffer through. (laughs) The Degrassi every episode ever Marathon podcast, not endearing (laughs) enough for me to suffer through. I love it. Tell him, what's what's this person's name? I love them. Ren RM. Ren RM. You got it. You nailed it. Good for you. On the other hand, let's let's read two two recent five star. Yeah, let's do that. These are the smart people. This guy's this guy's a dum dum, but this that was very funny. He's not a dum dum, but I totally get it. I wouldn't get this podcast if I started listening at episode like ninety three. You got to go back to the beginning, but like that's where it builds up. It builds up. I mean, what are you doing right now? It's a pandemic. That was funny. I feel like you get sad about one star reviews. I love them. (laughs) too many bits um that's actually something that i would disagree we don't have enough bits i don't think we really do bits like i do uh, (laughs) characters every once in a while i don't think it's a bit because we talk about like politics yeah um Mm. we have a lot of names for characters but that's our gym i guess that to them that to ren fucking renfield is a bit what's his name (laughs) ren rn ren rm Notice I'm assuming I'm calling this person a him. It could, I don't know what gender they uh, ascribe they to. They are. Uh, so let me read you another one that says, love it. I've You're spent right. 2020 rewatching Degrassi TNG and unfortunately have no one to obsess over it with. So this podcast is the next best thing. I'm so happy I found this gem of a podcast. Pat and Rachel are hilarious. They have Check. the best banter and, and Degrassi commentary. You got Definitely it. recommend to any Degrassi lover. That's right. Who's that? This, this in this is um It's a great review. Oh, Rachel's gonna Nicole- spend and say a name wrong. Nicole Poli. Ah, Nicole Poli, you got it. You know what you're talking about. Get Okay, in. and then I've got I've got one more to read. Is this self-indulgent is, uh, to be reading five-star reviews on a podcast? Is it a little self-indulgent? I'm at least reading it to you. Okay. I'm I'm reading it at least to you. I, we can edit this. No, out. don't edit it. Um, out. They should hear this. The Brumas love it. The cool people at the party. This podcast is for anyone who has found themselves sequestered around a frosted glass table on a patio having the greatest conversation at the party. Rachel and Pat are erudite culture hounds who explore the world of Degrassi with firecracker wit. Their trademark, how are you doing, segment really sets the tenor for the show. A Mm -hmm. must-listen, five out of five stars. That is gorgeous. That is from from Pierogi Barra. Pierogi Barra. That is beautiful. That is the prose is spot on. It's comp- It's so true. All the things. We're very smart. <laughs> she pierogi bear is I mean, right. But you can't argue. You can't argue with that. Like this is a long ass podcast for people who do not want a long ass podcast. We should have that in a disclaimer. Do not listen if you do not have time for this podcast. Pierogi bear though. That's um. That's a review. That is a review. Mm-hmm. Get it. You want us to read a five-star review? Go write one. We'll read it. You want to write a one-star review? I'll, we'll read that too. At, those one-star reviews are funny. I appreciate a one. Don't give me like a four-star or like a three or a two. Give me a one or a five. That's it. No in-between. Mm-hmm. That one-star review. Not to out. Uh, Pierogi Barra and Nicole Poli. Love them. But mm-hmm. fucking Ren RM coming in hot. <laughs> Not endearing uh, enough for me to suffer as, through. That's what a lot of people say before. about me. <laughs> Is that what it said when you're like when you got your report card from school? That's going to be on my. Not tombstone. endearing enough. That's my fucking. Not endearing tombstone. enough. To Not suffer endearing through. enough to suffer through. I'm Pat Driscoll. 
born dead, <laughs> not enduring enough to suffer. Th- that is brilliant. Oh, oh broomheads. Oh, Thanks man. for everything. I still love you. That's not a broomhead. That's just yeah. an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> That's just someone who doesn't like our jam. I could call that person an asshole. They're not going to listen to the this episode. They're never going to no. hear it. No, because they don't like us enough to listen to no, it. <laughs> we're not endearing enough to suffer. Too many bits. Yeah. Well, we're about to do Too another one. Bits. Do we have any more, more Patreons or no? No uh, new ones this week. Hey, all the other Patreons, we still love you. Come on into the room. We're going to have another party. Pretty soon we'll have some more people. Maybe some people will leave. It'll be fine. And we're going to have a room party. And nobody will go yeah, outside gonna be like and the- die. <laughs> Important caveat for the room party. <laughs> God bless you, broomheads. We love you. God bless all those reviews are great. The uh, Elise, right? Making mm-hmm. that fucking mm-hmm. fun room. We're, that, that's like the room now. The Facebook yeah. group is the, the room group with the is sock the on the door. <laughs> so that no one will walk in when we are having a sex with a dealer. <laughs> I guess we do do a lot of bits. All right. <clears throat> oh man, my pal. Yeah, my pal. I guess this is it for today. I guess it's my dad. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow. We'll be talking about Devil's Diary. Get on that Patreon so you can hear it. Get on there. And I know you're thinking and... I'm going to wait till November first, but no- that's not Halloween anymore. So if you want to hear a spooky thing. You got to hear the spooky thing before November 1st. I'll do horror movie reviews on the Patreon, too, if anybody wants it. Or uh, not reviews. What did I say? What are they called? Recommendations. Uh, recommendations, yeah. Love you, B-heads. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.